The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Welcome to hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show, midterm election day. Hopefully you get out and vote. I've been taking your calls on what your experience was at the polls this morning. Lines, uh, producer Pam is taking your calls right now. She says her daughter uh, voted in New Albany. Long lines, longer than she's uh, had to deal with before. Uh, I think that's a good sign. I think big turnouts when Democrats are in power mean that the other party is uh, motivated. Yeah, she says half hour wait and she's never had to wait that long. And this is about her fifth year of voting. And she also said that she was told by the poll workers that it's been like that since they opened. And she's voting at Quest Church in New Albany. A friend from Upper Arlington. We had a caller from Upper Arlington earlier who said that uh, he waited a half an hour and that that had been that way all morning and just uh, texted with. Uh, a very good friend in Upper Arlington, and uh, they say, 30 minutes, lots of people in line. I think your levy might be in trouble, UA. Now, let me hearken back to uh, the call that we had from Rob about Trump, and he gave, and Trump deserves, credit for motivating people to go out and vote in 2016, Awakening America. Here's the thing. You just had the Salem sports update, right? And they talked about the firing of the Indianapolis Colts head coach. Coaches who win Super Bowls end up getting fired by the same franchise. Why is that? Why is that? Doug Peterson, coach of the Philadelphia Eagles a few years ago, they won the Super Bowl. First time they ever won the Super Bowl. A couple years later, Doug Peterson, out. Right? Why does a coach get fired? Because at some point... Their message gets stale, and people need to hear a different message from a different leader. Donald Trump might be in that situation with the Republican Party. If he cannot get off the message that the 2020 election was stolen from him, if he can't get off the message of every other Republican must be pushed down so Donald Trump can climb higher, then I think the party needs a different messenger. That'll be revealed through the primary process. This is not the day to litigate that. But another good friend, um, and I don't get the opportunity to listen to the Dennis Prager show, another good friend says that Dennis Prager has said before that Donald Trump is the only one who could have defeated Hillary Clinton in 2016, and he's the only one that can lose to a Democrat in 2024. And I think that's 100% accurate. 844-TALK-989. I'll give you the judges in Franklin County, and then we'll give you the judges in Delaware County. But first, let's talk to someone in Delaware County. His name is Dave. Hi, Dave. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Hey, how's it going, Bruce? Very good. Got a pretty accurate accurate uh, take on Trump, that's for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you very so, much. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, voted a little while ago at um, uh, just outside of Westerville there, and I'll tell you, the, um, I voted there quite a few times. That's the first time I've ever stand, had to stand in a line like that. Um, and the lady that was actually there to, um, you know, make sure that everything was going orderly like it should, 
said exactly that, that that place never had lines. And it was a good thing. The best part was every time you looked around, majority of the people had the GOP cheat sheet. Really? Were you at yeah, Gen- interesting? Was, interesting. Now there were the Democrat ones, true, yeah. but the majority were the GOP ones. Were you at Genoa Church by any chance? Pardon? Were you at Genoa Church by any chance? Yes. I just wanted to ask because I voted there for about twelve years when I mm-hmm. lived in Genoa Township, and uh, it's a very big polling place. So that's that's an interesting yeah. piece of information. Thank you, Dave, for the call. Thank you for listening to the program. Appreciate it very much. Um. Well, I don't think people can be that. Maybe people are passionate to go out and vote for Tim Ryan, maybe. I mean, I'm passionate to go out and vote against Tim Ryan, so I suppose it's possible you could be passionate to go vote for him. Uh, Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to text friends in Cleveland and Cincinnati and try to find out what the lines are like in places where we would presume Democrats would be voting, heavily Democratic areas. The only time I ever had to wait at Genoa Church when I lived in Genoa Township was the presidential elections. Mm -hmm. The rest of the time, there was never a wait. You walked right up. You got your, you know, there were plenty of voting, lots of voting machines, plenty of room for everyone to go and do their civic duty. All right, here we go on the judges in Franklin County. Uh, Your common pleas court judges. And if you think common pleas court's not important, remember, the reason why the heartbeat bill's not being enforced in the state of Ohio right now and babies are not protected from abortion after six weeks is because of one common pleas court judge in Hamilton County. Common Pleas Court judges have a lot of power in the state of Ohio. So the four you need to vote for in Franklin County, Michael Holbrook, Jessica Barwell, Colleen O'Donnell, Will Ireland. You need to vote for them if you want to vote for Republican conservative judges. If you don't want to vote for Republican conservative judges, then you can vote for someone else. For domestic court, the recommended Republican slate card judges are Don Roberts and Janie Roberts. Don Roberts and Janie Roberts. I've met Don Roberts. No-nonsense guy. No-nonsense guy. Domestic court, Don Roberts, Janie Roberts. Obviously, Michelle Reynolds in District 3, Chandler Wysocki in District 25. We've had Michelle on the show a couple times. She is a rock star. For appeals judge, Franklin County, Laura Nesbitt, Keith McGrath. Those are your recommended Republican judges. And I cannot stress enough. Luis Gill for Franklin County Commissioner. Now, if there are more commissioners on the ballot than just the one Luis Gill is running against, you can vote for Luis Gill and don't vote for Democrats. Luis is the only Republican I know of who's running. All three commissioners are Democrats. Might be the only one contested, but I wouldn't give a vote to a Democrat just because you feel like, oh, says vote for two. I'll vote for Luis Gill and someone else. No, just vote for Luis, because then you'll empower his vote more because the person you were going to give a vote to won't get a vote. So there you go. Those are your judges in uh, Franklin County. In Delaware County, your judges are, for Common Pleas Court, Randy Fuller. For the Court of Appeals, Andrew King. And also Craig Baldwin. Barb Lewis is recommended as your county commissioner. You can go and Google this. It's as easy as pie. Just go Google Delaware County Republican Party slate card, and it'll pop up. You can print it out. You can take it with you. You can write it down. You can take a picture of it on your phone, take it to the polls. Overall, in the state of Ohio, there is no race that going forward will mean more 
to protect kids and ingrain truth values than Supreme Court. Sharon Kennedy and the two Pats, DeWine and Fisher. Sharon Kennedy for Chief Justice and the two Pats for Chief Justice. Again, I'll be doing a live stream tonight, 10 p.m. Just go to the 989 The Answer Facebook page or search my name on Facebook. I have three different Facebook pages. Uh, Also will be on my personal Twitter. And I think I'm going to get a Getter live stream going tonight. And I'm on Getter at Behools, the same as I am on Twitter. All right. So I was playing for you the Juan Williams, Kelly Ann Conway conversation where Juan Williams said, well, you know, Obama and Biden have been talking about threats to the democracy because that gets the vote out. So he's admitting there's no real threat to the democracy. It's just about getting the vote out. Here's more of that conversation. And you can see that Juan Williams is four square 100 percent behind all the Democratic leftist talking points. Those are issues that, in fact, spur turnout in the Democratic Those aren't issues at all. Those are big issues. The the threat to election officials, even as we speak today, the idea that Donald Trump launched an insurrection. insurrection. Uh, These are things. Where's that in the polls, Ron? I'm just telling you that this drives Democratic turnout. We saw what happened in 2020 when Trump was defeated by Joe Biden. Thank you for admitting, Juan, that that is exactly why that was the closing message, is to gin up turnout. Of course. It isn't to make people feel better about how economic depressed they feel, how single moms are struggling. We have single moms who have a job as one of the fastest growing new homeless groups in our country. That's a disgrace. And your party ought to acknowledge that and say something about it. But thank you for acknowledging that the guy who ran and won on hope and change is now all gloom and doom and sour and dour because he needs to gin up turnout among the Democrats. What about the swing voters? What about the independents who have Joe Biden over 50% disapproval on every major issue? Let me tell you, Joe Biden is a moderate and (laughs) Joe Biden actually compared to Donald Trump... Donald Trump, you're obsessed with him. No, I'm just telling you. It's funny to watch, actually. That, that, if you're talking about turnout, and I think turnout is the key today in every every election. election. Right. And so the idea that you're trying to turn out your base is not an error. Now, thanks, Captain Obvious. It all depends on turnout. Yeah, it does depend on turnout. Joe Biden is a moderate. Joe Biden is a moderate, according to Juan Williams. Now, here's a little snippet of how, well, I'm up against it. We'll play it for you when you come back. When you come back, uh, when we come back from break, you're not going anywhere. Neither am I. So don't you go anywhere. Other than go vote. Obama, Biden, James Clyburn, all pounding the democracy is in danger. You'll hear how histrionic they are. And you'll know that it's all garbage because Juan Williams just admitted, just admitted it was all concocted to get out the vote. Love hearing from all of you about your experience at the polls this morning. We're hearing, I think it's pretty uh, universal. There are a lot of lines out there and a lot longer wait than is typical in a midterm. I think people are motivated by the fact that they don't like what they see out of the Biden administration. I can't imagine that people are like, man, if we don't go vote, our country's going to disintegrate and uh, there'll never be another election. And those are lies that people like. Joe Biden and Barack Obama have told. I'll play them for you in a second. But first, I want to talk to Kim in Fairfield County. She's the first to weigh in from Fairfield County. Hi, Kim. Welcome to the Bruce Willis Show. Hi, Bruce. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. 
I uh, I just voted in kind of a um, well outlying precinct in mm-hmm. Lancaster, mm-hmm. and uh, very smooth like it always is. Right. Very proud of our people there. Dear sister in Christ, actually kind of checked me in. So, awesome. um, so but I'm listening to you talk about Trump earlier in your show, mm-hmm. and um, how you think he needs to tell you know everybody always says. He's got to tone it down. He's got to do this. He's got to do that. That's not what I said. I didn't say tone it down. I said stop focusing on 2020 and focus on the future and stop demonizing other Republicans. This is why this is why, in my opinion, I think he's not going to let 2020 go. And in my opinion, the reason is people need to be reminded of what happened in 2020. People have the memory of a flea, the the attention span of a flea. People need to remember the despicable things that happened and the despicable despicable people that were involved. He did uh, get that election stolen. Uh, you know, Molly Hemingway's book, Rigged, yeah. details it. And we gave and it away last tr- month. Trouble without Zuckerberg's yeah. uh, money this no, year. No, I don't disagree but, with you. I don't disagree with you on the okay, premise that I'm the election was stolen. Is, I don't think anyone's no, forgotten it. I don't think anyone's forgotten well, it. Well, no. I, see, that's where I disagree. I think it goes in the back of people's minds. We we get on with our life. We push forward. We got to work for a living. We got to raise our kids. People did forget what happened. And so I know they're living through another Obama uh, economy now. Yeah, yeah. And that is forefront in the and but I don't mind a bowl in the china shop with regard to Trump because of two things. I think about what he accomplished I think about what they put him through all with regard to all these ridiculous investigations. And so, let me, so we're in agreement on all that. Let me let me stop you and, and let so, me ask, let me ask you a question. I agree with you that it was right. bad. Okay, so we're going to disagree on some things about the necessity to keep bringing it up. What I want to know is, would you vote for another candidate if Donald Trump is not the candidate of the Republican Party? If it's DeSantis? If it's Tom well, Cotton, of course if it's I would. Okay, okay. And I'm not convinced he's going to run again. I told my husband, the free way that he speaks at these rallies, I'm not convinced he's going to run again. He deserves the presidency again, but I'm not convinced. I don't. Who would want that job? According to uh, you know what he has experienced in the past, yeah. who, who would want to put themselves and their family through that again? I'm not convinced he's going to run again. Well, we'll find uh, out on but Tuesday. He's a showman. We'll find out on Tuesday. Well, Kim, yeah. thank you for the call so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate that you voted. Uh, we will have to disagree on the uh, worthwhile nature of relitigating 2020. I will just say this: I agree with you that we do do need a bull in the china shop, and we had one. But after the bull's in there a while, all the China's broken. And it's time to clean up the broken China and get some new China to sell. She's got an interesting point, though. Maybe he isn't going to run, but he's just going to be a thorn in the side for the next two years. If he wasn't going to run, he wouldn't have an announcement scheduled for November the 15th. Because the one thing that I would hope Kim and you and me and every single Republican can agree on is that Donald Trump craves being relevant. Right. He, craves, yeah. he craves being in the spotlight. And if he announces on November the 15th, I'm not running. I had my run. I want my legacy to be Roe versus Wade. That would be my announcement on November the 15th. Would be, I have raised up a generation of transformational leaders like Tom Cotton, Josh Hawley, J.D. Vance, Blake, uh, 
Blake Masters, hopefully they're all in the Senate, uh, Ron DeSantis, and on and on and on. The Republican Party is in great shape. I'll come out from time to time and revive people and tell them why this person has my blessing. That's the role Donald Trump should fill. That role requires the person to realize that other people are better equipped to do the job than he is. And he's never, ever going to admit that. Ever. So that's why he's he's running. And I think he people say, why would he want to be the first one in the pool? Because he wants to cannonball in the pool and remove every other drop of water so there is no pool. So no one else can get in. And my fear is he's going to do to the detriment of the party and its chances to win in 2024 because he cannot sublimate his own desire. I don't know what he'll do. I don't know what he'll do if he gets into a primary and DeSantis or Cotton or Pompeo or somebody else starts to nose ahead of him. Mm -hmm. Can you ever imagine Donald Trump withdrawing from the presidency? I can't either. But at that point in time, if that were to happen... I mean, there are those who disagree with my position on this in the national media. Megyn Kelly says if he gets in, he's going to win. He removes all the oxygen in the room and nobody else can do it. I don't think that, I don't think the Ron DeSanctimonious comment the other day landed well at all. In fact, I was talking to a colleague last night as we were leaving uh, Value City Arena last night. He's like, what was that nonsense with the DeSanctimonious thing? Like, you pick on the one guy? By the other, the other part of the Trump thing is, if you primary against him and seek that nomination, he's going to have fangs out the whole time. How do you pick a running mate? How do you pick a running mate? The best presidential tickets are those who take, all right, your second, your third, I'm going to grab you. Who does he grab after he's ravaged everybody? Yeah, because it's pretty obvious Pence won't run with him again. I think he's been pretty, pretty forward with that. I think, well, Pence is not running with him. I think Pence... And I was going to do all this three days from now, but we're into it now. We might as well start to talk about it a bit. I think Pence is going to run himself Mm. merely to try to take fire from Trump and shield other candidates from it. I really think Mike Pence is Mm -hmm. like, you know, they have a, a mile race. They'll have a rabbit who will go out and run the first lap, second lap, super, super fast has no intention of finishing the race. They just want to keep the pace at a record pace. I think that's Mike Pence's role in 2024. But we'll have all time to get all that. We're going to talk more about the midterms, about what's coming up. I'd love to hear more about your polling experience this morning. It's the Bruce Woolley Show.